This podcast contains audio extracted from the Harry Potter Theory Extra YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today, we're going to be discussing goblins. Now, it should come as no surprise when I tell you that goblins haven't been treated well over the course of wizarding history. Purebloods outright hated them, and in the past even the most progressive members of the wizarding world felt a general mistrust for the tiny, monstrous humanoid creatures. And if we look back at wizarding history, there appears to have been conflict after conflict between wizards and goblins, with the goblins rebelling on numerous occasions. In the present day, I think it's safe to say that tensions have lowered, but that things certainly have a long way to go. These days, goblins are in charge of Gringotts Wizarding Bank, overseeing all of the responsibilities associated with currency in the wizarding world. And in this more modern era, it would appear that the more progressive members of wizarding society have almost started to treat them as equals. But still, there remain obvious imbalances in the wizarding world that inhibit goblins. They have some rights now, which is a lot more than can be said of the goblins from the 1600s, but they're still excluded from doing basic things. Things like carrying a wand. Wand ownership is almost a rite of passage in wizarding society. When you're old enough, you head off to Ollivander's and you're paired with a wand that's carefully curated for you. It represents the beginning of your personalized journey into discovering your magical capabilities. It's special, but goblins are excluded from this. Why? Why can't goblins carry wands? Let me explain. In the 1600s, goblin wizard affairs began to get nasty. Really nasty. With wizards failing to treat goblins with any kind of respect and refusing to give them any kinds of rights, the goblins decided to rebel and in 1612 launched an attack on Hogsmeade Village. According to wizarding historians, the exact number of lives laid down on both sides has been lost to the years, but they do reinforce that the numbers were staggering. And while the 1612 Goblin Rebellion was probably necessary to begin the process of igniting any sort of change, it didn't change anything by itself. In fact, it made things worse. In response to the display of violence in Hogsmeade, the wizarding community of Britain convened and created a series of laws that restricted non-human magical creatures. The harshest among them was the new Code of Wand Use, which the Wizards Council passed less than two decades after the rebellion. This restricted wands to human wizards and made it a crime for goblins, house elves, giants, and other non-humans to wield them. While human wizards simply hoarded wand law in the centuries before, now it was actually illegal for goblins to study and possess wands. At a glance, you can see how this law made it almost impossible for goblins to defend themselves from wand-armed wizards and witches. But if you think about it more carefully, the restriction on wand ownership would completely hinder the ability of goblins to develop independent of the wizarding community, and meant that they would always depend on them. The perhaps most shocking part of all of this is that the devastating legislative blow dealt to goblins by wizard kind remains to this day. Despite goblins existing as one of the cornerstones of wizarding society, not only did goblins keep the entire wizarding economy moving forward, but they also forged some of the most powerful weapons and armor. The treatment of goblins in wizarding society is a travesty to say the least. 
And that's it for this video. What do you think about the way that goblins are treated in Harry Potter? If you enjoy the content, please like the video and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, remember, understanding is the first step to acceptance, and only with acceptance can there be recovery.